Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Well, this week, our guest is Sue West, and she will be talking to us about ADHD. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for this week is, when you get overwhelmed with an organizing project, what do you do? Do you procrastinate? Do you plunge right through it and decide you're going to get it done no matter how long it takes you or how late it is? I would love to know. According to Bing, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or HDHD, is a condition characterized by inattention, hyperactivity, impulsiveness, or combination. About 60% of children with ADHD in the United States become adults with ADHD. That's about 4% of the adult population or 8 million adults. Sue West's clients have called her insightful, encouraging, that she is filled with hope and belief in them and of course gets ADHD. She's integrated organizing, coaching, and productivity skills from her corporate background into client work. Practical coaching is what clients call the service. Sue is certified in organizing for people who struggle with chronic disorganization and as a coach specializes in ADHD. She takes education for coaching and chronic disorganization and is enrolled in a master's course for counseling. Education is one hobby that keeps her own mind engaged. Sue is an immediate past president of the Institute for Challenging Disorganization. She's authored two books, Organized for a Fresh Start, Embrace Your Next Chapter in Life, Just Released, and the workbook, Change Your Habits, ADHD Style. Her fort was selected for the latest edition of ADD, Friendly Ways to Organize Your Life by Kohlberg and Nando. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. She has presented at, at international conferences for Chad, the ADHD Virtual Expo, and the Japan Association of Life Organizers. Now I want to share with you my interview with Sue West. Well, listeners, I am excited because it's October, but it's also ADHD Awareness Month. And I wanted to bring on an expert to help us better understand ADHD because, you know, sometimes we have family, we have friends, and we just don't know everything we need to know and also how maybe we can be a little bit more organized for them or how, you know, we can suggest things, which is why I brought on an expert, Sue West, who is a coach. She's an expert in this area. So Sue, I thank you so much for joining the listeners. I am really happy to be here and educate. Excellent. Thanks for inviting me. So Sue, before we get into all the questions and everything, what made you decide to work with people who have ADHD? Yeah. So I was a I worked in management for a long time. That was my first career. And then when I started my business, I was a professional organizer. And I realized very quickly that it was more about the psychology of and our mindsets. And then I started reading this wonderful book called um 
It's by Judith Kohlberg, who's an organizer, and Kathleen Nadeau, who's a psychologist. And it's ADHD friendly strategies for organizing your life. It's one of the, the uh, I don't like to use the word Bible because of the, it's one of the uh, mainstays of organizing, but when you have ADHD. And I read that and I thought, well, doesn't everybody organize like this? And then I started taking classes and I talked to my partner and she was like, well, yeah, this is definitely you. So I'm uh, one of many self-diagnosed. I'm not very high. You know, it's not a severe case for me, but it gets in the way sometimes. And it also taught me ADHD symptoms. We all have them, but the big thing is how often do you have them? And usually anxiety or depression goes along with ADHD. So sometimes they look alike, you know, so you have to that so it was partly um, curiosity for myself partly because of the profession and usually people with ADHD are just struggling and it affects their self-esteem you know they come off looking like they're irresponsible and that's so not true they know exactly what to do but because of what's going on in their brain they can't get themselves to do it so that's really how I got into it Mm. So when it becomes to the disorganization of a person in ADHD, what are some of the challenges or struggles when it really mm-hmm. comes to just trying to have an organized area, but they're just having these, you know, setbacks, so to speak? Yeah. yeah. So one of the hallmark traits of everybody who has ADHD is that they have, um, they do have attention levels, but it's inconsistent. So you'll often hear some, I often hear someone will say, I know I have so much more potential, but potential, but the ADHD is getting in the way, the symptoms, and they show up differently for everybody. So just because you have a child who has ADHD, your ADHD is going to be very different, even though by the DSM, it's classified in three different ways. But when you really, the devil's in the details as always. So some of the struggles are things like, um, anything that has a lot of parts to it that have to be organized. So examples would be um, when you really think about it, the laundry has about 12 steps to it. When you really think about it, looking at your calendar and your appointments versus your task list, well, then you have to integrate them. That's very difficult for someone who has ADHD because now you're talking about, well, I have to know how long that task is going to take me. Well, people with ADHD have a different, usually not as good, sense of time of, for how long things take. So I often have clients who will say, yeah, I started on this project and I really got into the flow and I didn't want to stop. And then when I looked up, it was four o'clock in the afternoon and I had started at nine. Well, you can't run your work day that way. You have to be able to stop and start and switch gears and So a lot of people have that switching gear kind of issue. And then another big issue for people is simply getting started. Um, You know, we all have trouble getting started on some things that we do, but this is the key difference is we all have these troubles, but the key difference is they impact every area of the person's life and it's in their brain. It's not their fault. It's, it is their responsibility if they're not taking medication, if they're not trying exercise, 
or alternative, more natural strategies, you know, if they don't own their ADHD, that's their responsibility to figure out. We, we work together to figure out how are you going to outsmart your brain? And people kind of like that. I'm going to outsmart my brain now. So I have people who, you know, one of the other big struggles is when you're in a meeting uh, and it's actually a pretty good meeting, it's engaging. It may not be as engaging for the pe- person who has ADHD. So they need, you know, we've heard about the fidgets. Um, a lot of times people with ADHD will, um, they have to take notes, not really for taking notes, but because it helps them focus, uh, especially at work. If they're working with someone who is very detailed focused, mm-hmm. typically the ADHD brain is not typically not really detailed focus. So when your sales manager calls you in and says, what's going on with XYZ client and you can't come up with it right away or what's going on with that sales proposal as somebody told me recently, then it looks like you're being not as competent as you should be. So we figure ways to soften the blow and make it, make it easier for them. So it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And then it affects people's self-esteem. And it does. And, you know, I work with a client and she wanted me to just come in and help her partially with the project because the first part of it looked so overwhelming, which it did. Mm -hmm. I came in and it was basically organizing her personal care items for medication, which was all over the place. I came in, I categorized everything. Mm -hmm. Once I did that, it was easier for her to just come behind me because she knew how certain things needed to be set up. She said, Janet, I need like medications for my stomach a little closer to me than the lotions. So I know how I want to organize it. She said, but looking at it in the beginning, is just overwhelming. And once I categorized everything and put mm-hmm. it in groups, she was able to go through, put them in a the little um, storage containers and set it up. So you're right. Sometimes it can be, you know, a little overwhelming. And even with the laundry, you are so right because that is why people tend to do a little bit of the laundry and then that last little bit, sometimes putting it away. And it's like, like, so you're right. It's like, we don't think about all the different steps because I tell people there's steps. There's a step to just getting it sorted and there's a step to putting it in there and then it's got the next step of drying it and then the folding. Oh, by the way, you have to remember the timer that's going off if you even have one. Oh, but wait, you're out of the house right now picking up the kids. So how are you going to remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're so, you're so right. And it's like, if we begin to think about it like that, then I think sometimes like you were saying, you know, people start something and the next thing you know, it's four o'clock then we can kind of get a better idea. So that's good. Sometimes we do. It's like, oh yeah, well, I can just like, I I kind of think like that because I'm thinking time, not in maybe tasks, but you're right. So, so I guess how are some of the ways um, people who have the ADHD, what are some like little things that they can maybe do to help them be a little bit more organized? Well, you just mentioned one of them, which is really important, and a lot of people overlook it, what you did with your client, which is ask the client, because people with ADHD in general think a little, a lot of clients would like, they like to say, I'm wired differently, and especially at work, so you don't have to admit the ADHD, 
So if they're wired differently, then they think differently, which means the very first thing is to say, talk to me about how do you use this? What do you use it with? Um, what do you call this? What do you call this? So for you, it might have been, well, these obviously are bath and body lotions. But for somebody else who has ADHD, there might be a completely different kind of weird and silly sounding, which is what clients usually say. This may sound weird, but I would call that XYZ. It's like, no, if that's what your intuition tells you, and that's what's going to help you remember where it is. So it's using their intuition and their words is really key. And especially if you're not somebody who has ADHD, or if you're a very linear thinker, because ADHD, something that most people have in common is this connection of different ideas. Oh, this reminds me of that. And this reminds me of that. And this reminds me of that. So that's really important. Um, one big one that, you know, it's in the press all the time, but not a lot of people use this part of having ADHD is not having the ability to, for example, with your morning routine, write it out all of the steps that you do and also the times. So this morning, for example, I was going out with a friend to do a photo shoot for a little while to take a break. And I had to write down, be in the shower by 7.45 and then back it up from there. Now that sounds very logical to most people. The difference is that someone with ADHD because of that executive function weakness is not usually able to do that on their own. So anytime you can make a mini, I call them mini checklists, right? On just on a little post-it note, how long did it take? What's the time? Uh, another one is I often will say for people who are consistently late, first, let's get that routine in place because invariably they forget three or four steps that they do all the time. Invariably also they forget that buffer because Murphy's law, right? Nothing ever goes perfectly, but we want to believe very idealistic. We want to believe that it's possible. Well, it's 99% not going to happen that way. So where's the buffer? And for me, I used to be 15 minutes late. So I figured out I'm now on time. One of the reasons that people don't like to be on time, and I don't know if this is the ADHD or anxiety side, but is what would I do if I was 10 minutes early? That's why people don't like to be early. So let's figure out what could you bring with you? It could be work. It could be a book. And by the way, set your timer. Because if you get too involved in that, then you'll miss your, your uh, appointment. So that's another big one. Um, so having the buffer is huge. Like understanding... Uh, even if you can't say like I could, it has to be 15 minutes. Then when you're figuring out how long tasks will take, just double it and see what happens. It's probably not accurate, but it will be the worst case scenario instead of the best case scenario. And then you work it all the time to figure out what really works. And, and, and that is so that is so true because one of the things I told, you know, I did a, a presentation a couple of weeks ago. And I told the women, I said, sometimes we do, like you said, that buffer, because maybe you think that trip to the store is only going to take you 15 minutes. 
I says, but what happens if you go in the store, and I've done this, I go in the store, and all of a sudden, they decided they wanted to change the entire layout. I know. So the bread is not where it used to be. And then I'm reading signs. I'm looking lost. And a woman, she's looking lost, too. And she said, oh, that's over on the aisle over there where the crackers right. used to be. I'm like, okay. Don't or do that, please. <laughs> or at the holidays when they put all the Thanksgiving things together or whatever the holiday is. I can't stand that. Now you, yeah, yeah. And if you have no buffer, um, in the world of ADHD, we call that magical thinking. It's almost like, this, this is my brain, it's almost as if when I estimate time, I think about, oh yeah, that'll just take me six minutes. Almost like chitty, chitty, bang, bang. I can just, you know, like tell, like take a helicopter to work or something. Mm -hmm. You just don't have a great sense of time in that sense. Yeah. yeah. And I tell people when you live in a city or in a section of the city where there's constant construction, yeah. always take that into consideration. Yeah. Always. And you have to, if you have ADHD, you've got to write it out. Like that would be part of somebody's mini checklist. It doesn't need to be part of mine because I live in the country. But because I live in the country, when I go somewhere that has a parking lot, I have to add 10 minutes because, oh, I've got to get out of the parking lot. And, and I also know about myself that it takes me almost 10 minutes, maybe seven, to get settled in the car. I like to have, you know, my lunch over here and my GPS over here. And I have to look up the address. And all of a sudden, six or seven minutes. And in the morning, that's not very much time when you're trying to get out quickly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I, and I think these, and, and I was just thinking, Sue, these tips are, I mean, I know these are specific for ADHD, but these tips are just basically good for people who are just disorganized because, they are. you know, yeah. because I tell, I tell people, I said, we really have to begin to think, especially if you, like you said, you're late, how long does it take you to get from the bed to the front door? Yes. yes. I said, everybody is different. I said, because yeah. some, everybody's, like you said, we have all of our different routines and things like that. But really, some people can just jump out of bed, jump in the shower, jump out the front door. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I take a little yeah. slower pace. But you, you're right; those little checklists and really knowing what it, how long it takes you to do these certain things. Some people like breakfast. I like to have breakfast. Some people don't. Some people like to have coffee, tea, whatever it is. They got to walk the dog. All of these little things take into your your time. Yeah, and someone with ADHD typically wouldn't be able to tell you all the steps. And they, the other part of that's difficult with ADHD is, um, like, if you go into a grocery store, somebody might, if, if you don't have ADHD, somebody, your spouse or somebody might say, could you pick up these six or seven items? Sure, you keep them in your head, you're all set. Someone with ADHD can't keep that many items because of how their brain works, not their fault, they can't keep seven in their heads. Maybe two, you know. Mm -hmm. But once you get in there and you have the stimulation of the store and because of what's happening in your brain with the chemicals, can't do it. And, and I think that's the biggest difference, that these are all techniques we would all love to learn. They're twice as hard for somebody who has ADHD because it's not natural. It's mm. not has to be written out and if you do your routine uh on monday you might forget what was in that routine on tuesday if you have adhd there's 
So there's that working memory issue too. It's just, it's just not as strong. And then one of the things you said about how we identify things, and that is really key because I learned when working with that client and I help her every now and then when she travels, mm -hmm. she come home, she's got piles of mail and mm -hmm. I've learned how to categorize the mail. So it makes it easy for her to go through. I'll put all her bills together. But then because she travels so much, there's so much travel information. So I'll put that category together. And then the last category is usually just like junk mail. And she said, Janice, she said, you figured it out. She said, because her brother tried to help her one time. So he just threw each day's mail in a separate bag and, and um, dated it. But that got overwhelming for her. But I found working with her, she's really good. If you just put the categories together, all her bills, and she can go through, pay bills, you know, just check, it's already automatically taken out, and then kind of figure out, okay, this is the travel stuff. I want to go here. I don't want to go there. I want to take my grandkids there. And then the junk mail is just like, I don't need this. I don't need this. You're right. And it's like, I didn't, I mean, I figured that out because I'm like, okay, bills are important to her because she likes paying them. But she travels so much. We got to have a category for this. And then we got to have a category just for the junk mail. So you're right. It's like figuring out, like you said, one person may call it lotion. Somebody else may call it something else. So it's just figuring that out. And I think that's key too. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think it's more key for people of ADHD because if it's not creative, if it's not intuitive to them, then they get lost. And if it's like even your example of, well, dates are a great way to put things together. But what made more sense to her was you listened to what her needs were and what her priorities were. And anytime you can attach meaning or priorities or value, it makes a lot more sense. It's more engaging to the brain that has ADHD, much more engaging. So good job. <laughs> Thank you. So Sue, with all that you do for, you know, your clients and of course, you know, your household, and then I know you're also involved in things within the community. What are some things, and you kind of mentioned it, but how do you like stay organized? How do I stay organized? Um, I finally learned what's important for me to do in the morning, which is I have a couple of readings. I have to have a certain amount of quiet time to ground myself. I like to do my exercises three days a week in the morning. That makes me just feel like superwoman, super powerful. Um, one big thing that I've had to work on a lot over the years and try different things is you have your calendar with your appointments and then you have your master list and then the things you want to get done today. And I've tried all different kinds of tools and all different ways to do this. The one that's lasted the longest for me that helps me manage my time is Google Calendar, and then I use Trello boards because, which seemed to seem to appeal to a lot of people with ADHD because they show the flow of time from left to right. So you might have your Monday board, your Tuesday board, your Wednesday board, and then or your columns, and then another board might be things that are coming up in November, December, January, or the next few months. Um, and printing out your list. A lot of people are starting to do that now that it's not pure digital or pure paper. There's more of a hybrid approach. So that helps me a lot with the time. I also use a time timer all the time, all the time. I, um, that keeps me moving, gives me some momentum, make sure I switch gears at home. Um, 
some of the things I do, this one I picked up from Melissa Orlov, from, who's a relationship um, consultant for people where one or both partners have ADHD. We have a date night. And if there's something really important that my spouse needs me to do, I actually put it on the calendar. I should be able to remember it, but I can't. And I know that about myself or sending out birthday cards. So there are a lot of things on my calendar that might not show up in somebody else's because you may be great at keeping up with relationships. I'm just not. And it's not that I don't love these people, but um, if there's not a reminder in there, it doesn't get done. So a little bit more structure helps. And and I think, well, I mean, and that's true with me too, because I think, I found later on in life, it really is important. Like you said, when you want to really kind of build those relationships is to have reminders and calendars. Yeah. Um, you know, I have like yellow. So yellow in my calendar represents fun. And usually whether it's my girlfriend or my God kids or somebody else, I have to Ooh. put that in there so that yeah. I'll know, okay, this is a reminder. This is what, okay, I've got to work, make sure I have everything that I need done, done. So that I can actually have and some spend some quality time with them. And I think at least for the God kids who are now in their 20s, they appreciate that. Because now I hear them when they're talking to other people. Okay, we've got to figure out. We've got to schedule some time with our Janice. So they're talking to themselves now. Oh, so, good so role modeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? I'm like, really? I'm like, wow. My girlfriend. Yeah. She told me. She said, Janice, she said, everybody wanted to spend time with me. Like, well, wait a minute. We got to figure out when we're spending time with Aunt Jan. And, they, and everybody was like, what? I was like, yes. So, I am a person in demand. Mm-hmm, yes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, I like that. I like that. So, Sue, how can the listeners get in contact with you to work with you or possibly have you come speak to their group organization? Sure. Um, my website is coachsuewest.com. That's one way. I have a blog on there with lots of articles. I have a YouTube channel too. If somebody wants to hear just two minutes about how do I handle working memory or some particular topic. Um, My text and cell is 603-765-9267. And then email, of course, is sue at coachsuewest.com. And I work by phone or by Zoom. So anywhere in the world, I've, cl- I've had clients from Panama and Canada and Los Angeles. And- yeah. And of course, listeners, as you know, I will have a direct link to Sue's website on the show page. So Sue, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with me and the listeners and just to give us some insight on ADHD. You got it. It was fun. Thank you. So listeners, what was your takeaway? Did you have any? I mean, Sue gave so many wonderful insights, not only into ADHD, but also in ways we can really better organize and navigate our own life. For example, you know, giving that cushion of time so that you know that you've got a little bit of extra time and could possibly get to places on time and also thinking of all the next steps. So maybe now when you do the laundry, You'll get everything done from the time you decide to sort to the time you decide to put things away. And also really thinking more strategically about the time it takes you to do things. So I really would love to know your takeaways. And as I shared, you can always just leave me a message by, you know, 
just tapping that little button on this page and just leaving me a message or a question. And it doesn't even have to be a question for me. It could be a question for one of my guests. So Taylor's tip time. And here are just a few things, tips for those of you who have ADHD. Number one, try to do one thing at a time. I know a lot of times everything's got your attention, but maybe just focus on one thing. Maybe just focus on opening the mail or maybe just focus on getting the recycles out. Maybe just focus on doing the laundry. Limit the amount of time because sometimes you start taking on a project and it can get a little overwhelming. And before you know it, the sun is going down. So maybe limit it to maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Sometimes 15 minutes can make a difference. And also focus on one category. When I tell people to take on those classes, I tell them focus on a category like I did. I just focused on my clothes. You can focus on your shoes. You can focus on your um, accessories or your handbags. If you get tired, stop. You do not want to push yourself to near exhaustion. So if you get tired, stop and then pat yourself on the back for what you have accomplished. So maybe all you did was you cleared out the junk in a drawer. Pat yourself on the back. So what? You've got three other drawers, but you did one drawer and it's one less you have to do. So for those of you who may be at a place where you are ready to get organized and you know you can do it yourself, but you feel like maybe you just need some support from a group. Well, check out my Facebook group. It's a wonderful group, group of women. And basically, if you're tired of looking at those piles from last year, you want to find things the first time, you want to better manage your time in your life. It's a wonderful group because you get personalized strategies from me. And then also there's a Q&A. So a lot of times I'll come on live, I'll answer questions. But also if you post a question, I will come back and answer your question to meet your needs. And then, of course, if you post a video or a photo and say, Jan, I need help. I am here for you. And of course, I give you product reviews as well. So it's one dollar for the first 30 days just to kind of give you a taste of it to see if it'll be good for you. And after that, it'll be $7 a month. So check it out by going to my website, JanetMTaylor.com. But maybe you're a person who, Janet, I need some one-on-one help. I need you to help me each and every step. Well, that's where virtual organizing comes in. So matter if you're in Australia or Alabama and all those places in between, we can meet via Zoom. And I can see your space, give you strategies to go from cluttered to clear. So, and of course, I offer everyone a free 15-minute consultation just to see, you know, if it would be a good match for us to work together and also to see what my style is. So check out my website, go to the contact page, and then click on the link. And then so we can schedule a time for us to discuss strategies to help you Get organized and live that organized life. Well, of course, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, and your sharing. Please continue to do so. And of course, I want you to check out my Pinterest board and, of course, my page on how to be more organized. And I also have a few things out there for people who have ADHD. So check out those boards as well. Well, you know what? It's the beginning of the week. Tomorrow's Tuesday. It's Toss It Tuesday. So I want you to take one 
tote bag, whether it's, it's a conference or it's been in a corner, it's been in a closet, just one bag, go through it, figure out what you want to keep, what you need to toss, what you need to give away. Just one that's been sitting there for months. That's my Toss It Tuesday tip. So my act for this week is remember the milk. And remember the milk, I like it because it's very easy. It's simple. You will enjoy it. Um, And I know Sue recommended Trilla because she uses that for herself. So either one of those. My product suggestion are hooks. Because when you put hooks on the back of a door, whether inside or outside, it helps you remember things. You can lay out your clothes for the next day, or you can use a hook, maybe put a bag, maybe put a hat, maybe put an umbrella, things you can remember. My repurpose suggestion is really taking things that, um, for example, I used to go to a cookie making uh, event every year, and I took that container and I used it to store things. So it was using those things that are great. A lot of people use the old wipes containers and use them as dispensers for um, those uh, bags, plastic bags you get from the store. I couldn't think of the name of it. Or other things. So use those containers, whether glass, whether plastic, and reuse them around the house. And of course, you can get lots of ideas by going to my Pinterest page. My book selection for this week is Organizing Solutions for People with ADHD. Again, Organizing Solutions for People with ADHD. And of course, my quote for the week is, focus on the outcomes and not the obstacles. We all get obstacles in life no matter what we're doing, but focus on those outcomes. And hopefully that will help motivate you to keep moving forward. Well, I'm excited. Next episode will be about organizing our virtual lives. You know, we've got the tablets, we've got the cell phones, we've got the desktops, we've got the laptops. So how to organize all of those devices, the items that we need to keep from the pictures to the documents, etc. And of course, making sure that you take advantage of the free estate planning workshop, whether you want to listen to the previous episodes, which are on my social media, or you want to get ready for the next one. In November, we will be sharing how to really prepare the next generation when it becomes to eight state planning. And of course, we're getting ready for the November countdown and countdown to the holidays. So I definitely want to thank you for listening to this podcast and be sure to share it with your family, your friends, on your social media network. And please visit my website, JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day. Have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.